Welcome. 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 Um, welcome. Welcome to the Feeling Great Show. With Luke. I'm Fionn. And this show is designed to get you happier, healthier, and into incredible shape. Let's make sure we enjoy the show. Okay, welcome back to a brand new show. Myself and Luke back at it again on the podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about winning your morning, winning your day, winning that first battle um, that a lot of people seem to struggle with. I've been victim to it. Sure, you've been victim to it before. You're Never. a little bit more Never. consistent and organized than me. However, it's a work in progress. And we have to admit sometimes as people that there are our downfalls and there are some things that set us back. But it's looking at those and analyzing those and thinking, actually, what can we do better? How can we change that? And how can we move forwards as well? I'll let you... I'm going to jump in quick. Yeah, you can hear me. It's all right. That's You're a little all right. bit quiet though, aren't you? Yeah, I am a little bit. You've cut me out, haven't you? My volume's down. There we are. What happened there? It's all right. Don't worry It's all about good. It. Talking of technical failures. Yeah, so as Fionn said, we are massive, massive believers in winning your morning. If you win your morning right, you win your day. It doesn't matter what you've got planned going on the rest of the day. If you don't attack that morning and win it with the great routine that you've set up, the whole day will go absolutely kaput. So let's go in and get straight into the meat part of it so you can come away with some actionable steps that you can implement as of ne- tomorrow, the next day and the day after, so you win your morning. A big thing that me and Phil want to add on is it really depends on what time allocation you've got available in the morning because if you're starting work at stupid o'clock, be it four, five, six in the morning, then doing an hour's morning routine probably wouldn't be adequate for you because the quality of sleep would be far better and actually to have a longer period in bed would be far superior in terms of energy and productivity than getting up for an hour in the morning and going out and getting grounding and doing meditation and screaming in the trees. So we're going to talk about a few points that we suggest to our clients, but the whole idea is you you build it like a burger. So you build your perfect morning routine that suits you and gives you the best start to the day. Would you agree with that? I like that a lot. Build it like a burger. It's a stacker. Stacker. Do you remember those, um, I don't know if you had them, but the sweets. And it's oh, basically yeah, yeah, like build yeah. a burger. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're going to do they right are now. incredible. <laughs> yeah. Little jelly sweets. That's it, yeah. We're going we're gonna to build a burger. So I'll start with something I do every single morning and then you can jump in what you do. And yeah. then the whole idea of this show is that you take something, take the bits that you like away from it, but you stick with it consistently. The biggest problem that Fionn and I have as coaches and the people that don't actually get anywhere in terms of a result is because they take on too much. That all they take on too little. They're either overwhelmed or they're underwhelmed. And for us as coaches, it's about giving you the right amount of whelm. And that's different from person to person. So that's why a cookie cutter program will not work. It's not a one size fits all. But the biggest problem with a lot of people are they're highly motivated at the start. They want to get a great result. So then they take on everything all at once. And the truth is after one month, two months, they can't compete with it. They can't stay consistent. And they just literally jack it all in and go back to square one. Agree with that? Yeah, definitely. It's about stripping it back and almost allowing yourself one or two things to do consistently rather than, like you say, overwhelming. But then it's also, you know, kind of stripping it back again and saying, what more could I do? Or, you know, what could I add at this current point when I'm feeling ready? One of the things for me... um, yeah, about morning routine is it starts the night before. Now you made a point there 
um, about some people in the mornings, you haven't got that much time. You may be up late at night due to family, work stresses, lots of different things. And what we don't want to do is take away from your amount of sleep that you're having. So if you are someone who lacks in the amount of sleep and then in the mornings you've, you've got to be out, you've got to be ready to go in a very short amount of time, then maybe making your lunch, making your breakfast and things like that aren't best prepared in the morning because like we say, you don't have that time. So one of the biggest tips for me to improve your morning routine, like I say, starts the night before. Make your breakfast or make your lunch in advance because then you don't have to wake up and have that decision, right, what am I going to have? You know, I need to prepare this and then it becomes a rush and nine times out of 10, you won't do it and you'll buy something on the road or you'll snack at work or, you know, your nutrition isn't going to be quite on point. So the main takeaway, if you're having something like a shake, make it the night before, stick it in the fridge so you're ready to go, you get up out your bed, do whatever you're doing in the morning, you can grab that and you can go and you know that that is something that's going to align with your goals rather than picking something up in the car on the way to work. So going on with that point, and that's the massive, massive point, and you're completely right. So that threw me off track a bit because I was going for the morning, but I'm going to give you something else you should be doing the evening as well. So Fionn said, you know, prepare your meals, prepare your gym kit, get it all ready. Coinciding with that is planning your day. So Boom. me and Fionn both have an A4 day planner. We've got a manual day planner. We've done apps we've done calendars before we've had it synced linked up and that's actually led me to forget things and i just get lazy with getting notifications for and i ignore them pen to paper i still will challenge anyone it's the best thing for me i just think it's a great thing it wouldn't necessarily be great with um booking and changing meetings all the time but for clarity on knowing exactly what you've got to do when you write it down it just embeds in your brain better and I haven't forgotten a meeting or missed something because I wrote pen to paper, but I've forgotten many of things through the online format. So I think yeah. digital's good. However, I think if you're gonna be really honest with yourself, pen to paper is so much better. So coming on with that, two non-negotiables are mapping your day out the night before and also what Fionn's saying, prep your gym kit, prep your meals, prep your drinks, your snacks, everything. Be so well organized that you can't fail. Because that's the truth of it. The truth is that if, if you're not going to get a result, it's usually because you haven't prepared and you haven't planned in advance. You go into the service station, you're walking in, you're picking the chocolate bar, the bag of crisps, the shit sandwich. Whereas actually, if you prepared all your stuff beforehand, you can get really organized with good, great tasting meals and snacks and know that you're still on the way to your goal. I think as well, you know, in terms of that, it's, it's having a plan to follow as well. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean you need to have like the best food plan in the world. But if you've kind of sat down at some point during your week and said, right, this week I'm going to eat X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to make it on this day at this time. And this is how many times it's going to last me. That is a really good way to, to move forward with that as well. Because a lot of people will say, yeah, but I think about planning my meals the night before and I just don't know what to have. Spend that 15, 20 minutes and just sit down and actually say, I need this, this, and this which is going to make this amount of portions, which is going to last me this amount of days, and pull it out of the fridge, take it to work, heat it up, you know, and it's all there, it's prepared, it's ready to go. So like we say in the morning, if you haven't got that much time, you can just get up and go. One of the things for me in the morning that a lot of people miss out on is hydration. And that is a big, big thing in terms of boosting your energy because a lot of people will wake up and before they even have a glass of water, we'll stick the kettle on and get a coffee. The thing is about that is you're not actually allowing your body to wake up properly. 
it takes about 45 minutes to an hour for your body to actually be able to process and, and, and wake up and, and be ready to go. You might be awake, you might be aware, but realistically, you are then dosing yourself with caffeine, which is artificial energy, and not, and not allowing your body to get into that state, into that um, almost um, natural readiness. So one big thing, try it next week, try it today, try it tomorrow, is wake up, instantly hydrate, half a pint or a pint of water, half an hour, 40 minutes after, if you, st- if you want a coffee, have that then and see if that makes a difference. It definitely did for me because I was one of these ones that would go out in the morning, big cup of coffee and I, it would get to like 12 o'clock, one o'clock and I'm just like absolutely zonked because I haven't allowed my body to actually wake up and produce that natural energy that it needs to do. That is a massive tip. So coming on with that one with Fion, that could be an absolute non-negotiable because it doesn't cost anything and actually, you know, you could take coffee on the go. So great point. People can't have an excuse not to do that. Second excuse for not being able to do something is hitting snooze. Ooh. Snooze is the, the I think, the most insulting thing for me. <laughs> it insults me. Becky does it like free, like it frustrates me. I'm going to say, um, me and Beck have a great relationship. I'll tell you what, she's like Wonder Woman. But hitting snooze is the most frustrating thing because her argument is it prepares her for waking up. Do you get that? I, I actually do get that. Oh, mate. But it's the, <laughs> the thing is, right? I'm not going to lie to you, I do. Yeah. But the thing is, you're just delaying the inevitable of getting up. Mm. And the truth is, that 15 minutes of sleep you get isn't, doesn't do anything. No, There's no benefit you, to yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you've, you've lost your rhythm of sleep. So you've lost your deep sleep anyway. So the whole idea is it just gives you that kind of that lazy attitude in terms of like, oh, do I need to get up? Oh, hit snooze again. The rest of the day... Do I need to go to the gym? Nah, I won't bother. You know, do I need to go out for a walk? Nah, I won't bother. You're getting in your mindset of just putting things off. You've got to get out of bed at some point. So the snooze shouldn't even be a negotiable. It should be a non-negotiable. Snooze shouldn't exist. And to get around that and every single client it works wonders with, you you put your alarm across the other side of the room. I don't even tell you to have your phone in your room. I tell everyone to get a Lumi alarm clock, sunrise alarm clock. And you set that on the other side of the room, which means you physically have to get out of bed to turn it off. Once you're up, you're up. Those two things, if you do nothing else, should be done first thing. Mm. Hydration, delay coffee for a bit later, don't hit snooze. Yeah. Hasn't cost you anything, hasn't cost you any more in time, but in terms of energy and productivity will be an absolute 10x. Another point to throw in there for the morning as well, which kind of sets you up in quite a good mindset, is being a bit mindful. So it doesn't mean sitting on a mat and, you know, having your, ha- having your thumb and your finger together and, and humming. But what it does mean is maybe just spending a couple of minutes to kind of gather your own thoughts and be within your own thoughts for a minute. I know it sounds a bit woo-woo, but it works for me when I'm on it because I'm going to be a bit accountable to myself here. The past couple of weeks, I've been struggling in the mornings. It's been a bit hard to get up. It's been, um, I've, I've been a bit off with it hitting snooze every now and then, not allowing, my, not allowing enough time for myself to properly wake up, kind of just throwing stuff on and running out the door. And that's okay because we have the peaks and the troughs, but it's about, again, holding yourself accountable. But one of the things is that really helped me um, when I was you know, in quite a good routine, quite a good set of habits was spending five minutes maybe outside or in a quiet place um, and just not being on a phone, not checking emails, not reading a book, just sitting there and kind of gathering your own thoughts for a moment. Um, that I feel like for a lot of people is a really good thing because if you have kids, um, you have a partner, you have a busy life in the morning, you've got lots of different stuff to do. You never actually allow yourself 
time for yourself in that morning because you wake up, you sort the kids out, you maybe, you know, have breakfast with your partner, then you're straight off to work, you're straight into work mode. And I know it's about, you know, getting up and getting out the day, but actually if you spend those five minutes, you'll probably find yourself a lot more focused and a lot more driven because you've allowed yourself that little bit of, that bit of rest time. Would you agree? Mate, I agree completely. You do, I mean, you do your um, I do headspace med- or meditation. I do headspace and meditation. Um, I would say is meditation for everyone. If you're a pretty chill person, I don't really think you need to do meditation. I just find what it does, it allows me to focus my breathing, just allows me to just relax and stay in that parasympathetic system because I've got a tendency to be very highly strung, overreactive and very fast with everything I do. So 10 minutes for me, I sit up in bed and do it, put the headphones on and I definitely feel like I'm a calmer person. I don't know if I've got calmer because I've got older, but I definitely give it 10 years ago, I would have reacted at different situations, whereas now I take things in my stride. Was it the meditation? Is it just because I'm getting wise and just so smart? I don't know. <laughs> you throw these comments out all the time. He knows that annoys is me it, as well. Is it because I'm getting wiser in my old age? I don't know. But what I, what I am saying is that it works for me. And if it works for you, then you should do it yourself. However, if you're someone who's quite a chilled person and you don't seem to reacting, um, you know, road rage incidents, you don't seem to kind of get annoyed by certain things, I don't think you need to do it. But... It is great, like Phil said, to have some time for mindfulness. So definitely account for that in there as well. Um, my next thing would be, if it suits your goal, is having a decent breakfast. Now, Fionn brought on the point, overnight oats, smoothie, whatever it is. If you're a fat loss client and you're really trying to um, drop down in, in terms of body fat, then maybe a breakfast isn't appropriate for you and your intermittent fasting. However, do you feel that eating a bowl of cornflakes is going to set you up for the rest day? Or do you think maybe having poached eggs on sourdough bread would be a much better option? Now, I know the better option. However, for you, it's for you to decide, you know, is uh, overnight oats better? Remember, overnight oats are quite high in calories. Perfect for Fiona and I. If you're someone who sits at a desk from nine to five, do you really need the overnight oats? The answer will be no. So just be mindful of what you're consuming in the morning because that food you're consuming is giving you your energy for the rest of the day. That's all you need to say. You don't need to argue about what food is better and what food is needed. If you're burning a lot of energy, you have a big breakfast. Oats are great. If you're sat at an office desk and you literally do a 45-minute workout three, four times a week, then you definitely don't need porridge oats every single morning. You know, you don't need the energy for what you're doing. Yeah. It's, you you need to align like, it towards your goal. <laughs> yeah. Like people go, yeah, I need the energy in the morning. What, to sit on a desk and tap out a computer? Yeah. No, you don't need that. Yeah. What you need is a high-protein breakfast. And you need to be mindful of the calories because actually towards the end of the day is when you're going to be wanting to consume extra calories when you're sitting down with your partner or your friends. So just be honest with yourself. Um, last but not least, because we'll wrap this one up because it's going on with time-wise, two things. I personally think cold showers are uh, great. I do cold showers every single day. The first month was hard. Now it's not even a chore. I jump in and it wakes me up. Does everyone need to do it? No. Would I recommend it for every single person? No, I wouldn't. However, I would say if you've got a great morning routine, it would definitely complement that routine. Benefits of it, it wakes me up. I feel like it's something I don't really want to do first thing in the morning. So when I've done it, I get that real sense of satisfaction. Um, the next thing, if you do have time, journal. Journal on um, affirmations, positive affirmations about yourself. Journal on you know where you want to be in your life. 
and just write down some thoughts and just brain dump sometimes. It's a really good way of just getting your mind going mm -hmm. if you've got time. Again, it's not an absolute essential. It's just one of those things in there. Yeah. But apart from that, everyone, get a morning routine that suits your lifestyle that you could be consistent with 90% of the time. Don't set this perfect morning routine up where you're doing Wim Hof breathing, ice baths, you're swimming in the sea, you know, you know, you're cooking this ridiculous breakfast, this, you know, alkai bowls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aki bowls. Yeah. And then you're wondering why you're not losing body fat because the Aki bowls like a thousand five hundred calories, <laughs> whereas like it's mental. So just be a mindful of what you're actually doing and just make sure you're not following a trend and doing you should come away from morning routine feeling ready to smash a day. If you're not, you're probably not doing it right. That's when you need to reach out and ask for some coaching support. And other than that, I think we're we're good and wrapped up to go. As always, give it a share, give it a like, comment, someone in the comments who maybe needs to sort their morning routine out. I hold myself accountable. I need to do it myself. And um, yeah, thanks for listening as always. And we'll see you next week.